This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Let's get to our top story. Seven minutes past the top of the hour, just one day before the new Congress is seated, Kevin McCarthy still appears to be well short of the votes needed to become the next House Speaker. In a new letter obtained by NBC News, nine House Republicans write, the current minority leader has not done enough to win their support. Even after he made a key concession to them last week, the letter reads in part, quote, despite some progress achieved, Mr. McCarthy's statement comes almost impossibly late to address the continued deficiencies ahead of the opening of the 118th Congress. Thus far, there continue to be missing specific commitments with respect to virtually every component of our entreaties and thus no means to measure whether promises are kept or broken. In a note to his Republican colleagues last week, McCarthy agreed to lower the threshold for forcing a vote to oust the speaker, making matters more difficult to him. The group of nine lawmakers who penned the new letter does not include five other House Republicans who have firmly voiced their opposition to McCarthy's speakership bid. In total, McCarthy can only afford to lose just four Republican votes and still be elected speaker. Okay, welcome. Monday. To January in the year of our Lord, 2023, I want to uh, thank you uh, for tuning in this morning, the kickoff of the uh, new year, and thank Real America's Voice to make sure we're live this morning. Uh, prehistoric things going on. We're going to get into all of this motion to vacate the chair, the McCarthy speakership uh, hanging by a thread. He's out trying to cut every deal. I can report now that he's already caved. He's down to saying one member, any member. He, he Right now, the deal-making is unbelievable. The five hard nose, we're going to have Andy Biggs, who's actually put his head in the ring, is running, is the really the, I guess the head of the hard nose, is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. And uh, the nine, and you, this audience should be uh, ecstatic. You've got uh, really Eli Crane from Arizona, Anna Polina Luna from Florida are kind of some of the ringleaders of that. And uh, and Andy Oogles won that uh, special election and the permanent seat out in uh, in Tennessee. They're all uh, just going to get sworn in. I mean, they're they're congressmen elect. So the nine, the add the five, you're at fourteen. Uh, like I've been saying on Getter all weekend, he's closer to two hundred than he is to two eighteen. But the deal making continues on. Uh, we're going to cover all that also in the second hour. The RNC is blowing up this whole race. Remember, these are inextricably linked. Uh, we always start the new year though by uh, taking a bigger picture. Uh, at least in the kickoff today, we're swamped with breaking news. Uh, that is signal, not noise. So we're going to get to all of that, but I had to go reach out to General Mike Flynn. General Flynn wrote an incredible piece uh, over the weekend uh, for the Western Journal, for Floyd Brown's Western Journal. Uh, General Flynn, uh, thank you for joining us. Happy New Year. Sir, here's what I love about your piece. 
It's not like Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Let's make a New Year's resolution. Bannon, lose some weight. Uh, Mike <laughs> Flynn's going to run, going to run some more, getting better, even better shape than he's already in, which he's the shape he's in is like a 19 year old kid. This is pretty up in your grill. Hey, it's going to be a tough year. Let's get ready. Mike Flynn. Yeah. And you know, in the army, Steve, we would say embrace the suck, right? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of these things right where, where everybody's going around happy new year. And I got all that, but I, I want people to be laser focused going into 2023 here. And we're going to, and so I appreciate uh, you allowing me to to start uh, on your show uh, with this particular message, and I and I uh, would appreciate you you know posting that article. It's already gotten wide wide readership. But the best, the biggest idea, the best idea is the idea of America, where we can exercise our freedoms right in a representative government. And one of the things that I've been harping on over the last year hard is this idea of local action equals national impact. And it's what uh, one of the things that you say in your opening is, you know, it's it's you got to decide what you're going to do, folks. You got to decide to get involved in your communities like you've never done that before. There's no more there's no more happy talk. We're getting ready this week alone with, uh, you know, with the House of Representatives, the Speaker of the House, the potential for the RNC uh, change out. We're, we're looking at and, you know, and I'm paying very close attention to this World Economic Forum that uh, kicks off, I think, on the 15th or 16th of this month, and they're going to be going for about a week, and they're going to put stamps about public-private you know, partnerships with our government, uh, everything going on in Ukraine. I mean, there's so much happening. I want people to em- embrace this transition that is happening in America and basically get out and, and put yourself in a different way into your communities. And that's my big message. And, I, and I, I, you and I have talked about this before. Personally, I've gotten involved at a very, very local level in my own community. But what we see across this country is we see moms, particularly moms, but even even uh, dads out there getting more involved in their children's schooling. We see things like the explosion of homeschooling across the country, which, you know, I think that that's a fine thing. If people, if people can't get what they need out of the public school system, which is a horrendous uh, system, then we, then, you know, then embrace that and Bring it back to your own, uh, your own ability to be able to teach your own kids. But those kinds of commitments, the kinds of commitments of these, of these local groups that are now stepping up and speaking up, and it's like one of the other things I say in there, particularly on the, for the Christian community, you know, if don't, don't go to the church that's closest to you if they're, not, if, you know, if they're only spewing things that are, that are meaningless. I want, I want these people, these leaders on the pulpits to get up there and talk about not only you know the biblical leanings of this country, but also the constitutional foundation of this country and how they do uh, intersect. And one of the things that I do talk about there is I mentioned the Tenth Amendment, and you know the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, or reserved to the states respectively, what? or to us, the people. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Well, let's the federalism and you're, you really are talking about subsidiarity, which is a, a, a central yes. part of Catholic teaching about, about how you get engaged in civic. But for our audience out there, and you're one of the leaders of this movement, you've been with President Trump uh, from the beginning. Uh, you are a guy that obviously has not backed down anywhere. When you look at both the high, because you're one of the top leaders, but also to get your hands down the soil of the community, what do you have to say to those people? Say, hey, uh, Mike, I hear you, but man, I've been doing this for a couple of years and I'm tired. You know, I wanted 50 seats in the house. I got, I got, uh, 10 or nine. 
I wanted, uh, I wanted to, you know, destroy everything up the chain of command. And I'm still fighting this every day. And Trump's down in Mar-a-Lago, and I'm we're getting hammered every day. But I got McConnell going out on Wednesday with McConnell. Uh, McConnell's going out with Biden to, to rub up Biden. on him out in Kentucky to say bipartisanship and pour more money. You got the you got the economy's bottoms blowing out. You got this endless war in Ukraine that we're funneling a hundred billion dollars in. What do you say to the little guy? Goes General Flynn, I love you, I respect you, I'm doing this, but how, how are, are we winning or am I just wasting my time and spinning my wheels, sir? Yeah, you're not wasting your time, and I always want people to reflect on. You know, the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, who have lost their lives fighting for freedom for this country from its very beginning. So don't, you know, when you feel, you know, like you wake up one day and you just feel like crap. I mean, hey, you know what? You're alive during this historic period of time. And what I want the American people to to be ready for is I want them to be ready to rally at the right time. That's how we're going to unify. Don't, you know, I, I got it. I have bad days, too. I have days where I wake up and I'm like, man, you know, what the hell am I doing? But I'm just telling you. People have to shore up. They got to, you know, tighten up the boot, the the the, uh, the laces on their boots, and uh, and stand up, and be ready. Be ready. And how you're going to be ready is by getting involved in your local communities. You know, I I am I am going to speak to a a very a, a small local club here in, in the next county uh, here in about another week and a half. This is this this is a club that went from like 50 members. They have over 300 members now. That tells me that there's an awakening in this country, and it's and I know it's happening all over the country because I hear the same thing. So if you're not feeling, you know, if you're not feeling up, up to it today, don't worry about it. Get a little bit of rest and get back up and get back into the fight because that's what we're going to need to unify this country. I don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Everybody, everybody in this country embraces the freedoms that we have and always have had those and. We are facing a time, particularly this, this administration and this Congress and then this, this uh, New World Order crowd, we're facing a time where they are trying to take away our freedoms and basically create these, these public-private uh, partnerships where we're going to yep. find ourselves yep. not being able to spend our own money and not being <laughs> able to go to our own doctors. I'm, I'm going to have you back on, hopefully this week, when you free up about Absolutely. the World Economic Forum. Your analysis is that uh, Natalie Winters has got some very shocking uh, analysis of BBC and the British intelligence uh, and American intelligence. But I want to ask you about Ukraine. People sitting there going, hey, you know, we fought this and now we're changing the speakership or we're going to get a deal. Somehow the MAGA right is is making this happen. But I look at the omnibus. It's another 50 billion to Ukraine. We've already spent, you know, we're going to spend over 110. Uh, you, what's a, what's your, uh, you were head of DIA. What is your strategic assessment of Ukraine? Because we're hearing every day the Russians are about to collapse. Zelensky's going to retake Crimea. All he needs is a couple of hundred billion dollars more from the United States. And Larry Fink's going to be there to help him spend it, sir. Yeah, yeah. Russia has achieved all of their objectives, and they've always called them limited, limited, limited objectives. They've achieved them all. And they're now exposing, and if people pay real close attention, they, there was a speech by the, uh, the Russian delegate or U, UN representative to, the, um, to Russia uh, last week or the week before where he, where he laid out all these biological labs that have been in there for a long, long time. And sadly, they're all sponsored or supported by the United States of America. I mean, one of the things that we have got to come to grips with is that this situation in Ukraine is not going to end well. It is not in our favor right now. And the other thing is I know a lot of guys, and I've told them to get the hell out of there, who are acting as mercenaries because they make a lot of money of this $110 billion, to my estimate, that we've already spent in Ukraine. 
I mean, this is a complete waste of our time, of our money, and we should get out of there. And there's an easy way to, to get to peace quickly. And, uh, and frankly, you know, if, and if anybody thinks that Russia's on the ropes in this case, they're, they're sadly mistaken. The, the, the guy that just showed up to speak to our Congress in a, in a, in a sweatsuit outfit should have been thrown out on his rear end and not given another penny. And here we are, we're giving him another, I think it's 60 or $70 billion. I mean, this is insane, Steve. We have got to get out of Ukraine as fast as we can. You know, let, let Europe figure out what's best for that part of the world. And frankly, we do have some, uh, some uh, requirements over there with things like NATO and, uh, and things like the European Union that we do influence. We need to make sure that we go back to what was already agreed to, frankly, in 1994 at the, in Hungary at the Budapest Accord. So anyway, and there's a lot more to talk about that. Maybe we can discuss that in detail yeah. coming up l this week. L l l I know you volunteered. You're now a precinct committeeman. You're working down in the, in the I think, in the in the Tampa St. Pete area. The question for you is if uh, if Harmeet Dillon and Mike Lindell and some group actually, uh, you know, breach the ramparts. Uh, there and actually take over the RNC. Are you prepared to join with them and become part of the senior leadership? Would you volunteer to become part of the senior leadership of the RNC? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I, and I want serious people. I, I, you know, I know Mike. I know Harmeet. I mean, these are very serious people. We definitely have to have a change of leadership. And and what I would say is, once that change of leadership occurs, the entire chain of command that's there now has to be gone. And then just you know, thank them for their service and uh, and tell them to go you know to go back to wherever they came from. And there needs to be an uh, a, a fresh set of leaders from top to bottom. And then we've got to look at the, uh, the RNC then has to look at the states and how are the states functioning because there's too much uh, grift and graft and corruption right now from the, from the top on down. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. And I, and I, Flint, I'm out of Sarasota County, Sarasota yeah, County, Steve. Sarasota. Uh, General Flynn, how do people get to you? Social media, what are your coordinates, your website, all your yeah. podcasts, everything? Yeah. If people can go to, they can go to generalflynn.com, generalflynn.com. There you go. And, uh, and they can follow me on, I, I'm on all sorts of social media and I have a great, great book out right now. Citizen's guide to uh, fifth generation warfare. It is an absolute bestseller. It, we can't keep it on the shelves and I appreciate all the support from uh, people going out there hard. to buy it. They can, yeah, they can find it on the website. We will push it hard. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone 
into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. Uh, Monday, 2 January, Year of Our Lord, 2023. I want to thank, we've got the uh, our kickoff show for the New Year. Natalie Winters, our executive editor, co-host, joins us. Natalie, I'm going to bring you back in a little while, but the, what you uh, have been working on over the weekend ties directly to General Flynn. Tease what we're going to be going into, because General Flynn made this thing that you got to exercise uh, it's important for, in freedom to exercise your ability to, to have free speech. Uh, some pretty shocking developments uh, last week and over the weekend, was it not, ma'am? Yeah, there was a very important interview that people may have missed given the timing of when it occurred on the BBC between our director of national intelligence and sort of her British counterpart, where they discussed the various efforts that Western intelligence agencies are using and really, I would say, deploying and weaponizing um, against people, particularly Americans on social media, uh, under the pretense of combating, quote, disinformation, which I think anyone who's followed this show knows that that term is really, I think, just being used to kind of bludgeon the populist movement. But they get into the various ways that they're trying to suppress the so-called disinformation, particularly about the Russia-Ukraine conflict, um, even introducing a new term, uh, pre-bunking, not just debunking misinformation, but getting ahead of these problematic narratives before they really get mainstreamed. Um, and really just some stunning admissions from DNI, uh, Avril Haynes about the extent, the extent that the Biden regime is going to just sort of alter and really manufacture certain narratives about the Russian Ukraine yeah. crisis. <laughs> Hold it. Well, I'm going to bring you back because I go to correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, but was the head of the British intelligence was the host of the show for BBC. I mean, this is kind of, everybody's argued for years. BBC was actually set up as part of British intelligence, but I think he was the host doing the interview. Correct. Exactly. I buried the lead. I mean, when we talk about how these mainstream media outlets are, you know, kind of laundering talking points on behalf of the Intel community, of course, coming on the heels of the whole Twitter file situation. I think it's very interesting that the BBC chooses their like Christmas, New Year's Eve guest host to quite literally be the leader of Britain's <laughs> largest intelligence agency, the same one that Snowden released whistleblower documents about how they they were spying on basically all of the UK. So it's, it's in your it, face, and that's what they want. <laughs> it is in your face. Natalie, <laughs> hang on for a second. Talk about information and getting real information out. Rasmussen has been one of the best polling organizations. Mark Mitchell joins us. Mark. 
you teased this last week. We were fortunate enough to be able to talk to you about this, but it's uh, it's nothing short of stunning. And I think the poll you got over at YouTube, you released it, is called Died Suddenly. Walk us through what the American people have told Rasmussen about the vaccine. Yeah, we'll be. Re- well, let me tell you, you're breaking the news here. So we'll be releasing this stuff later, uh, but everybody's hearing it here first. And before I get into it, I'd like to say, you know, if I had a nickel for every time I heard since November that the polling industry is dead, uh, you know, I'd say that we got the generic ballot within uh, right at the margin of error. But, you know, horse races, to me, where it's really at in polling, we're independent journalists and we're speaking truth to power here. And we're in a really absurd situation where five billion people took an experimental vaccine and yet millions of people have questions about the vaccine safety still. And the numbers that I'm about to, to release, I want to tell everybody, all it took was a few thousand dollars, a couple of off-the-shelf tools, and the willpower. So why aren't these questions being answered? Why does it take somebody like us to pull on it? And thankfully, pollsters like us are here to tell people what pu- the public opinion really is. So I think a few weeks ago, we very clearly answered that the vaccines are not safe. 57% of Americans have concerns about major side effects for the vaccines, 41% of American, 41% of vaccinated Americans had a side effect. 7% of vaccinated Americans had a major side effect. 12 million people, major side effect. But we didn't really get at the question, is the vaccine a killer? And so that's what we asked. And the numbers say the vaccine is a killer. So we asked people, do you personally know anyone whose death you may have, you think may have been caused by side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine? 28% of American adults say yes. That's 73 million Americans in this country. Oh, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying, hit rewind on that again. You're telling me that over a quarter of the American population says they know somebody that's, that's, that's died from, from died or had a major uh, impact from taking the vaccine. They personally know someone they think may have died as a result of COVID-19 vaccine side effects. 73 million people. Say they know somebody. But people are going to jump on you all, all over the mainstream media that, that doesn't uh, ignore it, is going to jump on you for the methodology. Walk us uh, through the polls architecture. I mean, we asked a thousand adults this question, right? We weighted it to match a population of Americans based on the census. I could run this all day long every week, but like, do I need to? It Maybe it'll be 22 next week and maybe it'll be 31 the next I mean, it's it's the answer, right? Like between 60 and call it 90 million Americans say they think they know somebody that died from the COVID-19 vaccine Uh, and the internals. I can get into the internals, but there's reasons to look at the internals and think, wow, this is a real signal. So clearly, right, it's all 100 percent Republicans that say, yes, they know somebody. Right. And it's zero percent of the Democrats. It's actually more Democrats and Republicans. 33% 33% of Democrats say they know someone they think died from the vaccine. Only 26% of Republicans. Now, why is that? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because the Democrats know more vaccinated people, or maybe because they're younger and more socially engaged. But there's the number, hold, right? It's not all hold, hold on. Hang on. Hang on. Because everybody's going to say it's all a bunch of Trump right-wingers and the anti-vax wingnut <laughs> uh, children's health defense Bobby Kennedy crowd. You're telling me in your poll that the Democrats had a higher percentage of people saying that uh, they knew somebody that died from taking the vax than Republicans? Yeah, that's right. Now, also, okay, so somebody's going to say, well, they got a vaccine axe to grind, right? 
maybe they don't know somebody personally. Maybe they saw some, you know, soccer commentator die on TV or something like that. I personally have concerns about the vaccine safety. I would have had to answer this question in the negative. I don't actually know somebody personally that I think died from the vaccine. So for everybody out there grinding an ax, there's ostensibly someone like me who like didn't say yes. But now, like who has the most skin in the game? It's the people that took the vaccine. So clearly the people that took the vaccine is going to say 0% of them know, know somebody, right? And the people that didn't take the vaccine, it's going to be 100% of them, right? Nope. 22% of people that were vaccinated say they know somebody think died from the vaccine. And 45% of unvaccinated. So there is a spread there, but clearly there, there's reasons that that spread could exist, right? Like maybe I didn't get the vaccine because my friend died from it, right? So the, I look at these internals and I see a real and strong and major signal. So now how many people does the vaccine, has it killed? I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know if we'll ever be able to answer that because I think that there's reasons to believe that the people that participated in this grand exercise of profiteering and medical tyranny, you know, all the incriminating data would potentially come from them. But why hasn't, why has nobody asked the American people, the American people think this vaccine kills people? We asked some other questions too. They're just as, as damning. It's like, uh, how likely is it that side effects of COVID-19 vaccine have caused a significant number of unexplained deaths? So this isn't just, do you personally know somebody that died? It's like, look at all of the things you see around you. And is the vaccine killing major amounts of people? 49% of Americans say that it's at least somewhat likely that the vaccine is causing a significant number of unexplained deaths. And once again, it's not just Republicans. 56% of Republicans say it's at least somewhat likely 51% of Democrats, 38% of the vaccinated, and of course, 77% of the unvaccinated. Go back to the beginning, how you led off. You said 5 billion people have taken it, quote unquote, but it's been no real information put out there. Nobody's asked any follow-up. Why is the polling industry, why is the information industry? We, did, we got Natalie on here t- talking about British intelligence and American intelligence on BBC talking about pre-bunking <laughs> that they believe is misinformation. Why? Go back to your beginning and your theory of the case. Why has why are you the first guys to really go out and ask this question two years into this? I, if you look back at the history of Rasmussen reports, like you know how we started with our founder Scott Rasmussen. He used to be on Fox News almost you know a couple times a week, right? And I, I'm not pinning it at them. I'm just saying that times have changed and information consumption has changed and narratives have congealed. And alternative narratives have sought different channels, let's just say. And so how our information gets to the public has changed very much since how it did 20 years ago. And I think part of what's changed is that there's less importance placed on on news media journalists caring what the public opinion thinks as opposed to supplying a narrative, right? And what we say is what uh, America, you know, people, people don't seem to care as much. Now, your audience cares, right? Like they've been driven far afield. But I, I just sit back and I, I like watch network news. And do I think like they're not telling me necessarily the truth about vaccine safety? Why are they going to tell me the truth about what American public opinion is? Because that's kind of the football at play here, right? Uh, that's being passed back and forth and whose side has more power and whatnot. And I think public opinion very important in that equation. But it's been suppressed so far today. Um, Right now, you're kicking off the week, and we want this poll and the YouTube and everything. We want as many people to see this as possible. We'll have you on for further discussions because we need to drill down this. 
But we start this week with the Rasmussen poll that's pretty shocking. Not pretty shocking, very shocking. You're gonna Elon Musk is is promised us uh, we're gonna get the the Fauci files on all of this by let's say Thursday, Friday. How how do you think this week's gonna change the narrative, sir? Uh, I I hope it does. It felt like something broke when we got our news out there a couple of weeks ago about the major side effects. I think this is a ten times bigger story. Uh, normally we have a paywall. I'd ask your watchers, go to the site. You can download all this. We're making it open and public available. There's so much more in the cross tabs. Um, but you know, opinion is changing, especially with Democrats. So a year ago we asked Democrats, we asked everybody, is the vaccine safe and effective? And 81% of Democrats were at least somewhat confident, 81%. But now we ask, you know, is there real reasons to be concerned or is it conspiracy theories? And Democrats are split on that. So they've changed majorly. Mark, hang on for one second, because this is going to be a massive political issue pretty quickly. Short commercial break. March Mitchell from Rasmussen, Andy Biggs from The Revolt next. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly 250 grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. It's in my name, or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. 
Speaker of the House is third in line to the United States presidency. Do we really want to install a corrupt, establishment, rhino speaker who votes with Democrats more than any GOP member of the House? America, we urge you to call your congressperson immediately and tell them do not give Kevin McCarthy the gavel. Okay, welcome back. Uh, that ad is one of uh, several Laura Loomer uh, is uh, making. She's become quite an ad maker, and um, this is having a lot of impact. We'll play some of her other work uh, today. She's up on Twitter now. She's been unchained by Elon Musk. She's on uh, on Twitter, has a pretty big platform, but she's making a series of ads like this. Uh, let's say this. She's not a fan of uh, Kevin McCarthy. I want to bring in Andy Biggs, who actually is running. His, one guy's actually thrown his hat into the ring. ring. Andy or Congressman Biggs, a lot going on over the weekend. Uh, uh, McCarthy put forward this couple of page, a memo or analysis that said, hey, um, we, we, you know, there's all these problems. I understand there's problems and I'll promise to do all this on the debt ceiling, on spending, you know, on the rules. I'll do everything. It's kind of in this happy talk language, but he put out, you know, it's kind of like the commitment to America he had, but it's on paper. Then the nine, you guys wouldn't even, I think, even discuss it. The, the the nine went back with a letter, said, "Hey, this is nice. It's a it's a beginning of a of a negotiating, but kind of want a contract with you before we believe you." They've dug in hard. Are there fourteen hard votes? Actually, I'm hearing. I think Morning Joe's reporting fifteen uh, no's right now, and people are saying he's closer to two hundred than to two eighteen. Can you get us up to date on on what's going on, sir? Yeah. So so first of all, there's. As you and I are speaking, it looks like 15 that I, I'm aware of. I think that there's other people that on a, on a second ballot uh, would be inclined to vote against Kevin. So, I mean, there, you, you got that going on. But in the meantime, what, what's happening is is McCarthy is is working hard to try and assuage those those nine people by trying to come in and basically put a contract down with some very specific language on what the house rules would be uh, um, and, and make a pledge on that. I think he's going to give away uh, the motion to vacate. I think he's going to say that he would let that go. You know, it's, it's, which to me is just, is I, I've, this has never been my deal anyway, that the rules package, I mean, yeah, you need good rules, but you need somebody who you trust to enforce those rules. And that's, that's where, and to lead and, and use the tools to advance our cost. So, okay. uh, but, but, but hang on, let me just put, let me just put a pin in it because of, um, what you've been saying from day one, he doesn't really stand for anything. He puts this thing out in writing over the weekend, the nine, you know, the Eli cranes, the Andy Oogles, the chip Roy's Anna Polina Luna, they come back and say, nah, it's a start of a negotiation, but we need more understanding your buried lead, which is, Hey, he's got a bunch of these folks for the first ballot of yeses. But after the first ballot, they, they could, they're, they're a bunch of these are free agents. He could have 30 or 40 no's after that. He's now in complete deal mode, which is basically, okay, motion to vacate. If it's one, it's one uh, rules. If you want the rules committee, take the rules committee. I mean, he's doing anything right now that he needs to do to try to close this before tomorrow at noon. Correct. I mean, his no principle, just, Hey, take what you need take all the furniture out of the house, whatever. I got to be speaker. Is that essentially where we stand right now in negotiations? Yeah. He, he thinks the, the conference are the Clintons leaving the white house, right? Take, take the child. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm seeing happen. I think that he's just, 
he's he's in total bargaining mode, and 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 we don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow, um, other than the first ballot. He doesn't get it. Uh, that's where we sit as you and I talk. And then what happens after that? Yeah, he may he may lose a whole bunch more. If it goes three, four, five ballots, he's done. Um, and and somebody else will be there. The, not even the moderates who are saying it can, it must only be Kevin McCarthy. At some point, logically, they have to say, well, you know, it doesn't have to be only McCarthy. Um, we, we could get somebody else we could work with. Um, and, and the reality is there are so many issues that the, the, the right and left of our conference agree on. Everything from even like border security uh, to, to balancing a budget, uh, uh, men and women's locker rooms, uh, you know, a whole host of issues that, that you can get 10 or 15. If you can get those across the finish line, hey, guess what? Uh, that would be a pretty successful uh, term. And uh, let, let me so ask you, you since, since, since the Senate already said, hey, we re- they've really given Nancy Pelosi the gavel yeah. on, on the appropriations. They d- don't trust the guy. Is there any possibility? Because the, the counter argument he's had from day one is that Hakeem Jeffries is going to be the speaker. But n- we know that's not going to happen. But can a side deal be cut with these guys to have a bunch of Democrats just, I mean, McCarthy to get to his number, one thing is to get more votes. The other is just take down the denominator. Is there right. any possibility he could cut a deal with Democrats to make sure that, that, that not that Hakeem Jeffries is going to be speaker, but enough guys just don't show up uh, for the second round and McCarthy squeaks through with, uh, you know, even if he loses 30 votes or 20 votes, he gets enough Democrats to walk off the floor that he doesn't. Not that he could govern, but is that a possibility in your mind, Congressman Biggs? It, it is a possibility. It's a real possibility. The, the question is, how many Republicans will stay off Kevin McCarthy? Because let's say if you get 15 Republicans off of McCarthy, your number on the Democrat side is really closer to 25. You have to have 25 Democrats. And, and, and they will never do that on the first round. They have to make sure that Joaquin gets a unanimous vote on the first round. Why is that? Because the Congressional Black Caucus insists on it. They have to have that. And then, uh, then what happens is, uh, what kind of deal would McCarthy make once he realizes how many people, or Hakeem realizes how many, how many Democrats have to go into their office and have a sandwich while the vote's going on? Um, because you're right, when you reduce the denominator, a lot of people don't understand that, but when you reduce the denominator here, then he doesn't need 218 anymore. Uh, let's say let's say that 30 Democrats walk. Well, now now he needs two about 203, 203, 204. It, 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 isn't he isn't he caught in a vice between either kowtowing to the Democrats and having them, which basically eviscerates him as a, as a speaker that the Republicans trust and nobody you know he can't do anything, or he's now got the hardest core MAGA guys from Gates to yourself, to Chip Roy, to others, Eli Crane and uh, Polina Luna that essentially control him as speaker. I mean, he's, he's in a, was it Hobson's choice? He he's, he's got no good options right now. Correct. Yeah, I think, I think so. But I mean, here's the deal. Um, I want whoever our speaker is to succeed, but I don't think Kevin can succeed. So I don't think he can be the speaker. So, so yeah, but you're right. He's in a, a bit of a box. He was trying to box in uh, the nine who who had written a letter about the rules, and it didn't work because he 
he's got he's got these guys over on the other side that for whatever reason they don't want 72 hours to read the bills <laughs> you know they 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 don't want a 200 year old rule to be in there regarding to vacate the chair they they they're not willing to commit to invoking um, the the budget control act of 74 which we actually have a budget process or we try to balance the budget. We may not get it balanced this year, but in seven years we're going to do it, and, and so we're going to begin edging down the spending. They, he's got to deal with that on the left side of the Republican conference. He's got to deal with us. You got a bunch of people in the middle that just don't seem to care, I guess. And then you've got um, Hakeem Jeffries, who's who will will not be speaker, but they he's got to make a deal somewhere, I guess, if he wants to be speaker. And, and he does want to be speaker uh, more than anything else in life, I guess. Well, if he's if he's already collapsed on the motion to vacate, which I told people a week ago it would happen over the New Year's weekend, and the rules, I mean, he's cratering on everything right now. Not that I'm not saying people can go trust it or thing, but he's 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 throwing over all the he's throwing over all the furniture off the the ship right right now. Let's go back to the it, the way to stop the Hakeem Jeffries move of the Democrats and to get some sort of compromise with McCarthy. Isn't it to stop? I mean, what's your guy's power to stop the votes after one and say, hey, look, you didn't get it. Let's get in the conference and let's duke it out in conference and see who steps up to the plate, whether it's Jordan or Scalise or whoever, you know, Hearn, uh, you know, Andy Biggs gets to make another pitch. Why don't you get off the floor, get in a conference and bleed it out there? Well, you can you can do that. Um, and, and I agree with you, but the, the, the clerk is in control uh, of, the, of the body, at, at least the floor. So if somebody says we want to adjourn, um, she can say no. I, you know, I don't recognize you for an adjournment. People can vote to prevent an adjournment. Um, and for Kevin, our, our, our leverage goes up as the ballots go and he doesn't get it. Right. That's how our leverage goes. Uh, I would I would just as soon take that second vote right away, because if you if you demonstrate that not only did you lose the 15 or whatever, um, but a few more people said, OK, I'm not with him. I, I was with him on the first vote. I'm not now. I, it's a real thing. He's not going to get it. And if that happens, then then you get to a point where over the hours as they go on, you, you get back into a, a closed door meeting. Uh, where uh, it's there's acrimony and uh, uh, pushing and shoving verbally, of course, to get to uh, a more consensus candidate. You haven't had multiple ballots in 100 years. And the reason is the guy, the man or woman even either had it and showed their power by having it or they didn't have. And they said, I'm not I'm just going to wave off like McCarthy did in 15 because. You can't really govern the institution. If it goes to multiple ballots, you're so chopped up and you've cut so many deals. How are you even speaker? I mean, and if you look on the deal on the right, as much as the Warren Posse and others want, want anybody but McCarthy, even if he was to agree to these things, if he agreed to what I'm hearing he's prepared to agree to, he's controlled by the MAGA Republicans. I'm not saying you can trust him. I'm not saying to do it. But my point is the reason there hasn't been a, a multiple ballots in 100 years the people that were in the people that had to actually run it realized they couldn't do it unless they had the votes in the first round. Am I wrong in that assessment? No, I think that's right. That's what happened with both Boehner and 
when when Ryan came in, is is Boehner said, well, they was told, you know, you just don't have the votes. Well, you either you either cut all the deals that you have to have to cut, which is what I think McCarthy's in. McCarthy is in the the steps of grieving of bargaining right now. It, I think I think he's accepted uh, in the sense that he knows now that it's real, and so he is bargaining like crazy. And and the question is, how does he keep all those bargains he's making? And then the other thing too is. You don't vote on the House rules. One of the things that we asked for months and months ago when we first presented rules was that we move, do the rules first. Everybody's constrained by the rules. You know what they are before you run for the speakership. And they wouldn't do it. They, they said, no, that's a, we're not going to do that. So now what has to happen is it just it gets back to this thing. You got to bet on the come. You got to bet that um, uh, the, the moderates are going to vote for that rules package that binds Kevin McCarthy or any other speaker. And, 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 and who knows if that's going to happen? I mean, we just simply don't know. Uh, Congressman, can we keep you for a, a minute? We've got a short break. Can we just hold you for a second? I've got a couple more questions. I know the audience wants to, to get into a uh, Congressman, Andy Biggs, who kind of kicked this whole thing off and he's running against uh, Kevin McCarthy tomorrow, this historic vote. Uh, they laughed at Andy Biggs when this thing first started six, seven weeks ago. Uh, they ain't laughing now. Short commercial break. Congressman Andy Biggs. We got Mark Mitchell. The explosive uh, Rasmussen poll. Shocking. Over 25% of the American people know someone that has died from the vaccine, according to this poll. Much more in there. And by the way, more Democrats than Republicans. So it's just not the anti-vax MAGA movement. Natalie Winters on um, pre-bunking misinformation by the intelligence community. All next in the world. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. But don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, one, two, three, dot com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com, sat, 123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat, 123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. 
Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Working on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Kevin McCarthy said the January 6th political prisoners are domestic terrorists and insurrectionists. As one of the most powerful politicians in our country, he has done nothing to stop the unconstitutional J6 committee. Good Americans and their families are now suffering in federal prisons under McCarthy's watch. Call your congressperson today and tell them to vote no on Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. Our nation depends on it. Okay, there's another spot by Laura Loomer. She's now up on Twitter. You can catch all her work there. She's become quite a uh, quite a spot maker uh, for politics. Very powerful. Uh, Andy Biggs, real quickly, Congressman Biggs. I know you got. I want to ask you what should people be looking for. But I got to tell you, when you first did this, they were laughing and mocking. This is a waste of time, Andy Biggs. You know, this is Don Quixote. Uh, they're not laughing now, are they, sir? No, they're not. And and what's happened is. Uh, We've had some good people that have been with me from the beginning. Uh, when the first vote came, 36, I think it stunned the establishment that 36 people would vote against Kevin McCarthy, uh, 30, 31 for me. And then when we get, as it has gone on, of course, uh, we've lost some of them here and there on the way, but there are others that are out there on second ballot. There are people that are really disturbed by the potential of a McCarthy speakership. And uh, what I've, what I've, found curious is as we get closer to January 3rd, the closer we were getting, the more people realized he really didn't have the votes. He really didn't have the votes and, and we were serious. And and as we sit right now, Steve, you and I talking to America, he doesn't have the votes right now. And so he's got to cut his deals. He's got to do his machinations, all kinds of things that uh, Nobody thought he would have to do if he's going to even get there. I'm not sure he can get there. Uh, real quick, Fox News on the show yesterday jumped on the congressman from Montana about, hey, you guys are just slowing down the Republican agenda. This is awful. Uh, what's your response? Are you, are you guys really slowing down anything? No, we're not slowing down anything. I th- if it, Look, most committees don't even begin work toward the until the end of January. Anyway, the other thing is uh, this leadership – uh, gave, you know, the omnibus. You just gave up 95% of your leverage. Believe me, what you're going to start seeing is performance art. Uh, this talk about, oh, we're going to get rid of the 87,000 agents. Tell us how you're going to do that. You just gave up the the omnibus. You just gave up the, the mechanism to do that. We're going to have to try to use every procedural tool. And um, you know what? We're not slowing this thing down. 
Uh, Mr. McCarthy could, allowed, could have allowed the, the committees to be populated by the steering committee. He should have recused himself, allowed the remainder of the steering committee to populate the committees if he was concerned about slowing things down. Uh, what should people look for over the next 24 hours? Who should they be looking for this? Because I, I can tell people right now, it's changing every minute because they're in deal-making mode right now to try to lock this down in the first vote. So where should people go, Congressman Biggs? I would go to, uh, I'd follow Scott Perry uh, on social media. I'd follow Chip Roy on social media. I would look to the HFC social media site. I would look at um, uh, maybe from the other side, David Joyce, Brian Fitzpatrick on social media, see what they're saying. Uh, they're the other side of the Republican conference. Uh, they're, the, they're the only Kevin McCarthy group. And so it, it, you'll see what's going on and get a feel for it. But there's going to be more and more that happens. Kevin's going to make more and more deals. He's going to he's going to do everything he can to kind of uh, tamp this thing down before uh, we get on the floor tomorrow at noon. The evil battle in what will be historic day uh, tomorrow. Congressman Biggs, how do people follow you on social media? What are your coordinates? At Rep. Andy Biggs, AZ uh, is going to get you there. Uh, you can also go to my official site, which is biggs.house.gov. But uh, encourage you to follow us along. We'll try to keep people posted from what we're hearing. You know, you're the personification of an old phrase we use here on the worm a lot. Uh, courage is contagious. Courage is uh, contagious. Congressman Biggs, thank you, brother. Hey, hey, thanks, Steve. Good to be with you. Yes, sir. Um, okay, add MTG and add Gates to that social media. I want to make sure Captain Bannon and uh, Grace can put those up so people can follow it. Let me go. I want to go back, and I, I appreciate him sticking around. This blockbuster. Uh, how should this be promulgated? Because this poll's so important, and we're going to push it out, Mark Mitchell. Th this thing is such a shocker. Uh, do you think any mainstream media are going to sit there and actually interview guys, look at the cross tabs? Have you gotten any push so far of people that are interested in dealing with this? Because this is a this is a draw. This poll is jaw dropping, sir. Well, let me first thank you for existing and for Twitter as well. I think without outlets like yourself and without Twitter, nobody would probably really hear about this anymore. Uh, I was trying to make a mental list if the vaccine is a killer as American public opinion would seem to imply, the people involved include, you know, big pharma, health systems, most medical practitioners, big media, big tech, most major corporations, federal and local governments, advertising. I mean, it's, it's a huge bandwagon. And we're a lone voice out there in the wind. There are medical professionals have been all over this since the start of the pandemic. And, you know, great for them. But they're waiting to see empirical data that I don't think is ever going to be, exist or be trusted. And we'll see what happens this week. You know, the Fauci stuff's coming from Twitter. We're putting this video out there. Um, our story is up and live at the site. Like I said, it's not behind the paywall. Everybody should go check it out. Download the crosstabs. Take a look. Don't believe me. Go look for yourself. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I think what we want to do, we got this historic vote. So as soon as I get this in back of us, we got to have you back on and maybe take a, the evening show and just go through it. Cause it's such a blockbuster. And, and, and so you got the Fauci situation, but you also have the grand jury that, uh, DeSantis and uh, Latipo, uh, Dr. Latipo are, have had impaneled down in, in Florida. That's going to be a very big deal. How do what are your coordinates right now? We want to make sure we get this thing out. So where should people go right now? Mark Mitchell. Twitter 
at Rasmussen underscore poll. Link to the stories up. There will be a link to the YouTube video in about five or ten minutes. Uh, please, you know, help us spread this, right? Um, you, you know, hopefully this is the one that helps wake up, you know, the normies that are out there. And there's still, I mean, as I'm sitting here talking, there are vaccine commercials playing on TVs right now with no safety or side effect information. <laughs> vaccine commercials paid for by taxpayers. Yeah, <laughs> by you, right. Paid by the taxpayers. And they Mark could have, Mitchell, they could have bought a poll. They could have bought a poll for a couple thousand bucks. Instead, they spent a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, I think I think they didn't. I think they didn't want a poll. Mark Mitchell, you're a patriot and a hero. Thank you very much, Shore. Natalie Winters, Caroline Wren. Next, ninety seconds. War room. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's sat123.com, sat123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.